There's something really cool that is happening. And people will look at it as this is a catastrophe. I just think it's cool. I think it's really cool. Uh, and I actually think it it lines up uh, with my feeling of what's going to solve all of this. Uh, and it, it, it just happened last week. It began to happen last week. I'll explain in 60 seconds. Where do you see yourself and your family in the next year, financially or otherwise? The next five years. Are you doing okay in that mental picture? I mean, I can't even for with the with with inflation rising seven and a half percent in the last year, a 40-year high, and we know that number is bogus. We know if we would look at it the way we did uh, back in the 1990s, before they started, you know, messing with everything, just to make the government look better, we're at about 13% inflation. We're at about 16% inflation if you look at it the way. You know, 42 years ago, this is the highest inflation in 42 years. Yeah, you're going to have to go back a little farther than that, little muskrat, if uh, you calculate it the way we did 40 years ago. Uh, This is really remarkable, what is happening. So what are you doing? Where do you see yourself? I can safely say I have absolutely no idea where I see myself in five years. We could all be living under a bridge together. Uh, American Financing. Call them right now. Get your mortgage and your high-interest debt off your books get the lowest rates you can pay off those high interest debts right now call american financing 800-906-2440 800-906-2440 or go to americanfinancing.net american financing nmls 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org okay Now, I know nobody cares about the sun because the sun doesn't affect us at all. Global warming, all of these things, solar flares, that's crazy people talk. Okay. Um, Let me give you a story that broke last week, and I'll bet you you didn't hear about it. SpaceX is feeling the pinch of that solar threat this week. Now, when I first read this, I went, what solar threat this week, right? Yeah, I didn't hear about it. The company expects to lose nearly a full launch worth of Starlink Internet satellites. Okay, so they launched like 49 of these. Last week, 40. 
fell to the earth in a fiery flame. Forty. That seems kind of catastrophic, doesn't it? It's mm-hmm. kind of like, eh, we got eight left. Kind of a big deal. I didn't hear about it. You know, there are so many things going on. Well, here's what happened. There was a, stole, a solar storm. Now, Pat, how many times have we heard in our lifetimes? I'm 58 today, right? Yes. 58 today. Happy birthday again. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm 58 today. Yep. Satellites have been going up my whole entire life. Yours too. Uh-huh. How many times have you heard about those solar flares causing 10 satellite one satellite falling to a fiery death i don't think i've ever heard i don't think i've ever heard it either maybe maybe one maybe i'm i can't Mm -hmm. recall it but i'd like to give my you know memory you know or like this with 40 i just didn't hear about it um and so 40 of them falling seems kind of like a big deal but these storms are not uncommon Space weather experts explain to CNBC, and they're only expecting to worsen over the next few years Mm. because the sun started a new 11 year solar cycle in December of 2019 and is now ramping to a solar maximum that is expected to hit in 2025. Wow. Okay. Now, uh, the reason why solar storms have not been a big deal is for the past three or four years, We've been at what we call a solar minimum. Okay, so for the past three or four years, we've been at a solar minimum. Can you explain the other 55 years of my life? (laughs) Uh, What's happening about that? Notably, the recent solar minimum coincides with a massive spike in the number of satellites in low Earth orbit. About 4,000 small satellites have been launched in the past four years. A lot of these are commercial ventures, and they don't understand how significant space weather can affect satellites. I know. I hear this all the time from people who launch satellites. Space weather? Why didn't somebody tell me about space weather? Right? I mean, the people who are launching satellites, it's not like they do that all the time. It's not like there's a lot of math involved. It's not like you're taking something out of the Earth's atmosphere and putting it in the way of direct space weather. I can see how Elon Musk missed this. I mean, he's not a very bright dude when it comes to science, you know, and he's so busy going to Mars that he probably hasn't even thought of space weather. You know what I mean? Right? Right. Am I right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay, so that's the story you'll get from the press. However, I and my team are geeks. Total and complete geeks. About six years ago, maybe, On this program, and I have followed this because I've been fascinated by this theory my whole life. Um, It's called Polar Shift. And we talked about it about six years ago. The poles are moving, and it happens every 12,000 years. Well, the good news is we're not at 12,000. We're not close to 12,000. We're at 12,500. Okay, so we're overdue for Mm -hmm. a polar shift. 
Now, there's two parts to this, and I'm only going to get into one. The magnetic poles now are probably more like 10 o'clock and 4 o'clock. Okay, the magnetic poles. We don't really know for sure what happens and when the tipping point is, but they basically just go, and when they hit this tipping point, then the South Pole is was the North Pole, and the North Pole is now the South Pole. Or maybe the uh, West Pole is now the South Pole, and the uh, and the East Pole is now the North Pole. We don't know for sure what's going to happen. We just know kind of a big deal. Okay. Um, yeah, because it's the magnetic force that protects the Earth from the sun. Exactly right. So, how could a small solar uh, storm, when these satellites are all built, well, except for the ones Elon Musk made, because he just doesn't understand space. Uh, they're all built to withstand storms that are a thousand times stronger. Okay. And we're going to have those storms soon. We have in the past. It's normal. We will have storms that are 500, 800, a thousand times more powerful than this. The reason why is because our magnetic field, because our poles are changing, is so weakened now that those storms are coming all the way through and coming and hitting the low Earth orbit where our magnetic field had those things bouncing off before. So I've had this theory for a while. Now, this is where it gets this is where it becomes Glenn, weirdo Glenn stuff. Okay, this is we are no longer talking science. And I know that's what you come for on this show. Deep, deep science. Uh, But I have said for how long, Pat, uh, that when what we have expected comes, you know, this global new world order. How are you going to solve this? And I have said for at least a decade. I think it's going to be solved the way that um, God solved uh, the Tower of Babel. What happened at the Tower of Babel? Tower of Babel, the elites got together and said, let's build a tower to the sky. They actually, they said, let's make bricks and build a tower that will reach the sky. And the bricks, God makes stones, meaning individuals. Everybody is different. Dictators, authoritarianism, the other people make everyone exactly the same. You will comply. You will believe this. You will say this and only this. You become a brick. So when when Nimrod said, we're going to build a tower to the sky, what he meant was, or when he said we're going to make bricks, we're going to make everybody exactly the same, and they will toe the line. Basically slaves. And then we're going to take those people, and they're going to build this tower to the sky, and we will be all powerful. Okay? So if you know about um, oral history, if you have a good rabbi, oral history uh, will tell you, Jewish oral history will tell you that there are many faces of God. 
the angry, vengeful God, the compassionate God. And I don't know the one that wants candy. I, I don't know. But um, the the one that came down for the power of uh, Tower of Babel is the compassionate God. He wasn't mad at the people. He was compassionate. He saw what was happening to them. And so what did he do to destroy the power of Babel? What did he do? He confused their language so they couldn't understand one another anymore. And I thought to myself about 10 years ago as I'm thinking, how are we going to get past what is coming? I thought, you know, our language is not English. Man's language now is ones and zeros. Massive solar storms work as EMPs. You lose just, I mean, let's just talk about the satellites. You just lose our satellites, our low earth satellites. I think GPS satellites are low earth. They now have to, because our poles are changing so fast, they now have, they usually, I think, were changed every 10 years or five years, and now they have to be changed every year because the poles are changing, so the GPS is off, and so they have to constantly change them now. Uh, when we start losing things like GPS, when we start losing things just in space, let alone an EMP, our language of ones and zeros doesn't work anymore. Do we understand each other anymore? Can our society remember God said, if they can do this, they'll be able to do anything. We're now talking about artificial life, man creating life, artificial life. Artificial intelligence. The guys I know in Silicon Valley believe artificial intelligence is life. Because they don't believe in the soul. They don't believe in God. They, don't, they, they believe that they are going to create life. If they can do that, they can do anything. And almost anything and everything is being done now. All with ones and zeros. When we get quantum computing up to speed, which is soon, soon, almost anything can be done. I, I don't bring up the the polar shift. I, I'm really interested in the polar shift. I've I've been fascinated by it since I was a kid. Um, and I don't bring it up as a catastrophe. Oh, my gosh, we're all going to die. No, I mean, maybe. I mean. No, let me rephrase that. Yes, all of us do die in the end. I think we die at different times. I hope so. Um, and not from, you know, solar flares or a polar shift. But I, it is, I found it interesting that the first thing these solar rays are going to do are start affecting our satellites. Because I've never seen that before, at least like this. Our magnetic field is getting weak this might be a really good thing. I mean, not for us, but I mean, really good, good thing for humans and yeah. freedom. Right. Because when you look at the oppression and the shutting down of people uh, and how far advanced the governments are now as compared to 70 years ago when when we had real oppressive regimes 
This and, is Hitler's dream. Oh, yeah, I just look I what mean, they can do to China with a billion plus people. They know where everybody is at all times. They, you know, the World Economic Forum says about the Great Reset, we will know what you do, what you want to do, where you spend your money, where you spend your time, what you think, and even what you dream about. You are taking humans, God's, you know, creation that he wanted to be free and individual and you're taking them and you are controlling them in the most evil way. I just don't think he stands for that. Yeah. And we've brought all the, the devices willingly into our home that allows them to do all these yeah. all these things. And the only thing that frees people from that electronic mm. cage is a global yeah. EMP. Yeah. Uh, all right. Just some interesting thing that you, mm-hmm. if you have a geek friend, you might want to share. Okay. Let me tell you about Goldline. What does the world return to when, uh, you know, things go crazy? Today, we got some pretty important news on the inflation, that inflation has risen 7.5% over the last year, which implies what, Pat? That if it's arisen 7.5% from last year and it had a big month this year, that's not the real inflation. That's the average over the year. When we start dropping off those averages at the beginning of the year when inflation wasn't happening, you're going to start seeing real inflation numbers. You're already feeling them. So what do you do? The hedge against inflation is something called, hear me out, gold or silver. It is the stuff that has the world has always come back to when the world has gone crazy. Free gold and silver for the first time being offered together as a special with a purchase of historic $5 gold Indian and $5 gold Liberty coins. Goldline is uh, now just giving them as a special. When you buy those two coins, you will get free gold and silver. Check the special out right now. Call 866-GOLDLINE. I know these people, they're not going to high pressure you. They're just going to uh, ask you what you know, what you need to know, and do your own homework. Don't buy anything today. Uh, although I, I would I would pick up the pace maybe just a bit. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Oh, yeah. Uh, by the way, I had um, Andrew Clavin on my podcast. It, uh, it is out today for Blaze subscribers, and it is, it's just a very different podcast. You know Andrew? You know Andrew Clavin? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He is one of the most fascinating guys. He is the host of The Andrew Clavin Show. He's a novelist, a best-selling author. He's a screenwriter, a playwright, winner of the Edgar Award. And Edgar is, I mean, Edgar could beat the snot out of Oscar. So <laughs> I think it's a better award. Anyway, he's got a book out called Truth and Beauty, The English Romantic Poets and the Gospels. And when I saw that, I thought, that's something that everyone wants to hear right there. 
I mean, who, who doesn't want to spend an hour <laughs> just talking about the English romance poets? And so I started the interview with that. Convince me I should even think about reading this book. He had me at hello. He, he has taken um, and looked at the, what was happening in England and France right after the French Revolution and how these English romance poets were trying to fix the problem. And it's the same problem we're dealing with right now. And they were trying to figure things out. And how do we sell this to people? How do we tell people? He said, it is, it is the gospel. He was, he, we talked about Frankenstein. Uh, we talk, I mean, it is fascinating, fascinating. He is somebody that if I were putting together a dinner party and I'm like, who are the most interesting people I could invite? Andrew Claven would be first on my list. Honestly, he is fantastic. You want to hear this podcast uh, today. A podcast, I don't even know what they named the podcast. Oh, this is where cancel culture comes from? Yeah, we did talk about that. But, I mean, it's all about his English romantic poet book that comes out. (laughs) I would have never thought it would be interesting. It's fascinating. Fascinating. You're going to love this podcast. You can watch it now on Blaze TV. It'll also be available everywhere, wherever you get your podcast on Saturday. The Glenn Back Program. Okay, we're down to just a couple of days before Valentine's Day. Can uh, you can you hear the clock ticking in the background? Yes. I think you just heard it, Glenn. Yes, I did. I haven't done uh, anything. I hate this. Well, it's the last week for uh, you to save 60% on Genucel's most popular package for Valentine's Day. The last week and the last couple of days. Don't wait too long and miss out. From now until Valentine's, you can get the brand new Genucel anti-aging primer for a radiant glow at a flawless finish. Free with every order of GenuCell's most popular package. GenuCell's new primer uses botanical extracts that will deeply hydrate and brighten your finished look. It's a secret to their success, the goodness that we all love. And it makes the absolutely perfect gift to give your sweetheart. Guys, I can't stress this enough. If you're looking to get a luxury gift for that special woman in your life, this is what you need to be getting. She's going to love it. Because who doesn't like something that cuts back those pesky aging signs? Visit GenuCell.com, enter the special promo code BECK35 for an extra 20% off at checkout. Last couple of days, GenuCell.com, GenuCell.com. All right, make sure you uh, grab the new audiobook of The Great Reset and order your hardbound copy. Audiobook available now. So, was it yesterday was the final episode of Boba Fett? Yeah, I wasn't sure, though. It is the finale of the season? I think it's the finale. Ah, yeah. darn it. It just got phenomenal. Unbelievable. The last three episodes of this season were fantastic. My son had to convince me to watch it. Yeah. He had to convince uh-huh. me to watch it, because I'm like... Boba Fett. Boba Fett. That's how I really, was. And I'm so done with the whole Star Wars <laughs> thing. And I'm like, yeah, I got it. And we watched The Mandalorian, which I liked, but really only for Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so I'm like, okay, I'll watch Boba Fett, a character I don't care about at all. 
oh my gosh, is that a good show? Yeah. Such a good show. I don't want to give away any spoilers, but I will tell you, and without saying who or what, <laughs> there is um there is a whole episode that is CGI that if you don't if you didn't grow up with Star Wars, you have you'll you'd have no concept that that is all CGI. That the people that are in that scene are not people. It's it's the it's most incredible. phenomenal thing I have ever seen. And to feature a CGI character for so long oh, and make it look authentic. And no at no part. I Rafe and I were watching it and we, I said, "Hang on, hang on. Roll that back. Tanya, come here. You got to see this." And I told her what she was going to see and she's like, "Uh-huh." She walked up to the television and she was looking at it. She's like, oh my gosh, none of that is real. And I'm like, nope, nothing. You'd have (laughs) no idea. It shows you how powerful deep fakes are going to get. Because literally, it it is, even if you don't watch the show, it's worth watching just that episode because the technology amazed. is crazy. They did something like that in The Mandalorian that was like, oh, for, right. for its last last show. Last of, show? Yeah. The last show, I think, of the first or second, whatever. Uh, last show of the season, they had a CGI character. And you're like, oh, okay. And it, it didn't really fit the yeah. voice with the mouth and all that. And so there was a kid that was on YouTube that said, I can do better than that. And so he and his friends got together and created CGI that was better than that. And Disney got a hold of him and hired him on the spot. Unbelievable. And he's the one who did this new CGI. You're kidding me. No. He, that's oh, why I gotta get him on the so air. Good. This ki- I'm yeah. telling you, because that was one of the things. First of all, the voice is not the voice of uh, the actor today. Right. Because the voice, you know, he didn't change. He's changed. He's older. older. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, I don't know how they recreated the voice mm-hmm. and the lips and everything. No creepy valley stuff. I'm telling you, you are not there. How do you not use that to put somebody into a scene? You know, just a video thing, mm-hmm. all grainy even, mm-hmm. or, you know, in 4K. How do you not at some point put some politician or some world leader saying something that causes a world war or causes a destruction of that politician? And it's not real, but you won't believe you won't believe it. It's so incredible what can be done. You said many years ago. uh, There will come a time. There will come a time when you don't believe your own eyes. Yeah, we're here. And we certainly are. Yeah, we're at that point. Yeah, now. we haven't had uh, we haven't had it used. Well, yeah, we have. I saw a a video of maybe it was Tom Cruise, uh, Tom Cruise, you know, those videos that come out about Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there maybe it wasn't him. It was somebody and he was playing a guitar. And I'm like, hmm. holy cow, I didn't know this guy could play the guitar like that. <laughs> no, and it wasn't him. No, it wasn't him. It wasn't him. And you just see these things, you know, and you have no idea that's not him. That's not him. Yeah. No idea. Weird. Weird. Now, I wish I could say this wasn't true. You know, the um, uh, the uh, the Biden administration just released twenty five billion dollars, unfroze twenty five billion dollars of Iranian money so they could have that this week. Right. With nothing in return. 
Yeah, a shocking video captured an Iranian man grinning as he walked through the streets of Iran, uh, clutching the severed head of his 17-year-old wife, whom he had decapitated in an honor killing. Uh, So, I mean, he forced her to marry him when she was 12. She's now 17, Mm -hmm. and she was suffering a domestic abuse. But uh, the picture shows him holding the saw and the blood on his hands and carrying his wife's head in the street. And, you know, everything's okay because, you know, he has a right to do that. (laughs) That's great. I'm glad we uh, empowered those people. By the way, have you been watching 1883? It's incredible. Right? Doesn't that give you a completely new understanding of of pioneers and people sure who does. came here and the price they pay oh. to move to the west oh my gosh really if you're not something. watching 1883 you should i think it's i mean uh sheridan what's his name taylor sheridan taylor sheridan wrote it it's like poetry her diary kind of stuff yeah. is beautiful he has written some amazing, amazing. things. Yeah. He's writing like five different shows I right know. now. He is truly remarkable, really remarkable. He writes Yellowstone, produces it, and 1883. And there's another one called Kingstown or something that oh, people rave about. I haven't seen, seen that. It. Mm. It's pretty dark, I think, according to Jeffy. <laughs> pretty dark. Pretty dark. According yeah. to Jeffy? According to Jeffy, it's wow. dark. as the Prince yeah. of Darkness, that's pretty dark. <laughs> yeah, that says something. Yeah, uh, so um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm watching this thing, and... If you're not watching it, you should. It's, I mean, it's foul language and, you know, yada, yada. But it is, it's, it, it will give you a whole new understanding of what life was like out west in the 1800s. These, these people mm-hmm. are coming in, you know, from Germany and, and everywhere else, which you get a new understanding of what German life was like back then. You yeah. know, you were forbidden to swim. You couldn't swim. It was against the law. And so when they come over here, I know, crazy, right? What a weird thing. I know. Um, and, uh, you know, when they come over here and they got to cross the Red River, they don't swim. They've never been in water. They don't know. Mm-hmm. They, they come over having no idea what the West is like. And we think we know what the West is like. Uh, if it was anything like 1883... I would have gotten right back on that train and gone back to one of those stinky cities. No question. I mean. Just too hard. Sorry, not going to do it. Yeah. And unknown. Just everything is unknown. And you have no idea if you're going to make it from one day to the next. Because anything can happen. Anything can happen. Bandits, weather, uh, your cattle stolen, your Cattle die. Uh, you run out of food. The snow comes too early. It's you have no idea. It seems like you have virtually no chance no to chance. survive. No chance to survive. Those people. I mean, I've always uh, the one the one thing that I do know is I had a, a German great great grandmother who came over uh, the plains and ended in uh, Montana. And the only story I know about her is that along the way, somehow or another, her eye was poked out. And the story is, is that she was just such a badass that she wiped the blood off her face and was like, keep going. (laughs) You're like, okay. And she looks like the kind of, we have one picture of her and she looks like the kind of woman that would do that. Okay, She looks fierce. 
And now I really understand that's what it took. Yeah. You wouldn't be going. You wouldn't have survived if you weren't like that. Yeah, that trip was not for the soft. <laughs> or no. the, it wasn't for you and no, me. No, 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 I don't like, know if it's for anyone that I know today except <laughs> Navy SEALs. You know right. what I mean? Yes. It was only yeah. for the guys that could. I mean, the, the guys in 1883 that are uh, shepherding are, you know, pretty much guys who just want to die because, you know, they were in the Civil War and it was so bad and everything <laughs> else that they're just like, what the hell? I'm going to die anyway. Let's do this. Uh, but it would take kind of that person. I don't know anybody who was like, you know what would be fun? I've always wanted to. And then go through it and go. That was great. I'm going to go back and get some friends and do it again. <laughs> That's insanity. All right. So a couple of shows that you should you should watch. Uh, all right. Um, back in just a second. Let me tell you about Relief Factor. Anne wrote in. She said, my grandchildren were coming for an extended stay. And, uh, you know, whenever they come. I end up with really uh, intense knee pain. Takes one to two weeks to recover from. That's weird because sometimes when family comes to visit me, I end up with such a pain in my ass and my neck. It's no, really? Yeah. They have to go. It's like grandpa's getting a real pain in his ass right now. And maybe (laughs) anyway, she said, uh, so last resort, I decided to try relief factor. My knee pain is nearly gone. Last night, I slept all night without having to apply topical uh, medicine for the first time in eight years. Thank you so much for telling me about relief factor. And you are welcome. The three-week quick start developed for people just like you, 1995. It's a dollar a day. It's a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. That tells you everything you need to know. Works for about 70% of the people. Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. 1-800-4-RELIEF. Or ReliefFactor.com. Order it now. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. The Glenn Back Program. So I just got off the air and I said, you need to watch the Harlan Coben series on Netflix. And Sarah said, fantastic. I didn't know you were, I didn't know you were a fan too. You know, he's a friend. He's been on the show. Yeah, he's been on the show several times. I love his books. Uh, Hmm. I had no idea he was doing stuff with like the BBC and now Netflix all over the world. And his what are the what are some of the names of the shows? The Stranger. Really good. Really good. They're like eight Uh. episodes and you will not be able to figure out even what's really happening until the last episode. And they're just they're spellbinding. Spellbinding. The Woods. Really good. Stay Close. Really good. Uh, Unchance the Prop. That one? What is that uh, one? I don't know that it's one. It's in a different language, apparently. Yeah. Safe. Really good. And The Innocent. Very good. Uh, so Very good. There, these are, mean, so these are like murder mystery kind of things? Kind of. Uh, they They... They start out, you know, just like every day, you know, and then 
something happens, either somebody is murdered or some something, some, you know, they get a letter from their past or something. And you it, it's just like everybody's secret life. And it starts out with one person. And then, you know, by the second episode, there's a connection to somebody else completely unrelated, or at least you think. And and then he just weaves like six lives together that seemingly are completely disconnected. Hmm. And it's just, am I, am I describing this oh, right? Absolutely. Without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, it is, they're incredible. They're the best murder mysteries. I've, they are as good uh, in a different way as Sherlock. Would you agree with that? I don't watch that. Oh my gosh. Sherlock was great. Sherlock was That was great. really good. It's in a different class. The BBC thing. Yeah, Sherlock is in a different class. Cumberbun was starring. Yeah, because yeah. Cinnamon Bun was in it. And, uh, he, you know, he's fantastic. So it's a different class. But you know how you just are watching that and you're like, what the heck is happening? Mm-hmm. This is over eight episodes and you'll just... Are they connected or are they all standalone? They're all standalone. They're all based on books of his. And so they're mm-hmm. like you know six to eight episodes each uh and i I mean i just i i've i just he is my favorite writer of television now because i've never seen television that good far as writing we're in the golden age we are television right now because of streaming and all the different options and remember they said you know these people who are like free the internet yeah yeah hey take your free the internet i got it right here for you (laughs) right um but look what's happened look what's happened amazing yeah and if they would leave other people alone and they wouldn't throttle people yeah can you imagine what it would be like uh but Mm -hmm. yeah you're right it is the golden age in in every respect and You're seeing things like I've watched shows from Germany and whatever. And if you can stand watching the subtitles, they're really good. Yeah. They're really good. Do you remember what a joke the BBC was back in the 60s and 70s? It was terrible Terrible. TV. Terrible. Terrible. And now it's brilliant. Yeah. It's brilliant. I watched something the other day. Uh, I think it was one of these Harlan Cobins, and I think it was from Germany. Uh, and I said to Tanya, I think it's The Woods. And I said to Tanya, I've never seen cinematography like this on television. I mean, it is mm. so far beyond. It's weird. It's almost like their lips actually match the English that you're hearing. Oh, I didn't watch it in English. Well, no, they're they're speaking in a different language. Or, oh. But like you're reading it and it looks like their mouth is matching the words. Like it, huh. it's not like Godzilla, you know, when you're <laughs> yeah, like, it's oh not man, like that is crazy. Yeah. But I, I will tell you, watch it in the original language and just read the subtitles. But mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's filmmaking for television in thing, in ways that, I mean, we are just, mm. we are golden age. I mean, 1883 does that too. The cinematography is yes. oh outrageous. And in, the lead character, oh my gosh, is she beautiful? Oh yeah, the 17-year-old, yeah. 18, and whatever she is. I don't is. know what kind of accent she's supposed to have, some sort of an American accent. Yeah. But she plays that role. She's a Disney actress. And she plays that role perfectly. Absolutely. Yeah, she's awesome. She is. Great And actress. so is... Uh, Faith Hill and, and Tim McGraw's good. Yeah, I mean, mean, they're really—it's a good cast. Yeah, it is. It is. I think they're all going to die by the end of it. There's only <laughs> going to be one, I think, that yeah. makes it. That is like, oh, 
<laughs> now I'm all alone here in the woods. That's because I just ate the Indians <laughs> because I had to eat. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen in this thing. But anyway, we will uh, see you tomorrow on radio tonight. Don't miss Andrew Clavin, the podcast available now for all the Blaze TV subscribers. It's fascinating and will get you to solutions on what's happening in your life today. This is the Glenn Beck.